Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Big Laker game tonight. Of course, Dodgers uh, in the midst of another four-game series with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Dustin May, Slee last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. When uh, Merrill he, when, Kelly. When he does that. Don't stop. The, the, the pride of Team Merrill USA. Kelly still bothers me. I saw him pitch last night. I'm like, really? This guy was the guy we threw out. What do you about four or five, something like that? He, he, last night he wasn't very good. I just keep yeah. going. Every I can't. I will never see. Even if Merrill Kelly becomes a Dodger at some point in his life, I'll be like, really? This is the guy that we started against Japan. I wanted to win that game. That felt like it was important. And, and I know it. it I did too until Otani came up and to close <laughs> that was it pretty out. Pretty cool. That was pretty cool. A late ask, Slee. Uh, I don't know if this you you can choose to answer this or not, Slee. Okay. Uh, from our pal Hovick in the Travis Lee community. Uh, who stops at a rest stop going from L.A. to San Diego? How old are you, Slee? What? what are you talking about? <laughs> you drink some water? You hydrate all day? Two, two and a half hours? <laughs> I got to use the restroom. Well, two, two hours, you could be almost all the way there. Right, you you're, could you're really be close. You're almost like in there, La Jolla. At least you're you're getting you're getting closer. I will hydrate, <laughs> and I will have a bottle of water in the car, and I got to use the restroom. <laughs> All right, All right here's man. another bonus athlete from Ivan and Monrovia. He says, "So sleep. You can only choose one. Okay. Emily chooses what music you listen to for the, for your life, or what movies you watch for life. Ooh, I'd let you choose what movies I watch for life. Better choice because that is more your lane." And she's get, tailored advice. And she's given me recommendations that were good. So I would go, yeah, music I don't think would be in complete two different worlds. Like I Emily, what I, the hell is this? You're like, well, you're gonna <laughs> well, like I it. I don't know reggae, and that's your that's your yeah. lane, and I and or like hip hop, and that's also your lane. Movies, I, I, I movies, think is, movies is better. Yeah, it's a good question. What do I get to pick for somebody? Uh, food, food recommendations. Food, where okay. they eat for the rest of their life, I think is the best thing that you can recommend to somebody. I'm pretty good at books too. Yeah, pretty yeah, good at books. I do all right. I've read two books this monthly. That's like I'm, I'm trying to get back. Good. I'm working on some things. I'm working on never saying never. And I'm working on having a few books here and there. And you're sprinting. <laughs> you're pop. <laughs> you, your takeoff point. Like, look. I, I, Did little, you limp? Little behind the curtain, right? Okay. Were you limping to I, the it elevator? It hurts right now as I'm sitting here. But No, it wasn't until I got there and I I'm like in the that. elevator. I'm like, oh, did I do something to my leg? Well, I like where you showed no weakness to whoever was holding the door for you. Sometimes. I don't want them to know. I may, for the sake of, I'll take a little poetic license on a story occasionally. This is 100% what happened this morning. I nearly tore my hamstring walking. Well, here's... <laughs> Which is not great. It's not a great look if for me. If sometimes I could read you and say, you know, maybe there's a little poetic. <laughs> I could tell this there was nothing poetic. I'm like, no, I believe it. So, <laughs> I Emily, believe you, the whole thing. <laughs> you, you have some hamstring issues today as well. You guys- Not I personally. Did, did you know that they, you know she's on a kickball team? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. They they practice. They have mm-hmm. kickball practice. And we've, apparently you had practice yesterday. <laughs> I love that you do, by the way. practiced once. And we've been doing this league for three weeks. Um, it's, it you was guys not- like take grounders and BP? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not. It was All not right, my. Get your cutoff, man. 
I'm going to kick it to right field. It was Man. not my suggestion. I'm not Yatesing this, uh, though I love Yates. Yates will show up if uh, you tell I, him there's a, I, he'll a criticize practice. your practice. Pl- where's the practice plan? Let me see it. <laughs> so, I didn't write it down. We're just going to take some grounders. Yates, take it easy. So you guys aren't committed. Is that what you're saying? I'm not the captain of this team. But the captain of this team, she is not like the the sportsiest person in the world, but she was like, this helped, this helped us last year. And the majority of the girls on my team are not sportsy people at all. They just sign up for kickball league to make friends, and there's a lot of people who have no idea what a diamond sport does. Like they haven't played softball, they haven't played baseball, they also haven't watched either of these sports. <laughs> and so I'm explaining, they, they kind of want like rules, general thing, because there can be an umpire that tells you things, but I need to be like, so if there's someone on first, who is the lead runner? The person on first. Where is the uh, force out? It's at second kind of thing. So I had to kind of talk through the basics of where the ball should go when you're defending a ball. And then we went through bunts. We went how do you like receive a bunt, how to throw it. I had to teach people how to throw a ball <laughs> uh, and kick a ball. And so it's it's more of like- Are, I the, was, are these women roughly your age? Yeah, there's yeah. some older, some younger, but like if they don't know how to generally. throw a ball by the time they're in their twenties, you're not helping exactly. them now. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> there's nothing I'm, you can do. To- but I'm also giving them advice <laughs> about how to do a easier throw that you can't don't have to throw. You can throw this way or that way, and so I've done that. How to kick a ball, but anyway, I'm just I was not asked to lead this. Well, I was asked because they're like. You're the only one that seems to know it all what you're doing, so please tell us what to do. And I was like, okay, cool. And I tried to be as kind as possible. And I think so I, I, I was. You. I have an idea for you. And this, I, the three of you are going to look at me like I've lost my mind, but trust me, there's somebody listening to this right now that's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. There was a show back in the 1980s hosted by Johnny Bench, who's widely considered the greatest major league catcher of all time. Mm-hmm. It's called The Baseball Bunch. Okay, and Johnny Bench would go to a local park with these eight or nine kids in jeans and T-shirts and teach them. What you just explained, Emily, was Johnny Bench, the greatest catcher of all time, teaching little kids how to play baseball. This is a lead the basics. This is where yeah. this is how you bunt. This is how you field bunt. This is why we throw the ball over here as opposed to over there. You need to go on YouTube and create a kickball bunch <laughs> starring Emily Hebel. That is yeah. what you should do. I and I and again, I just I just want everyone to know that I, I'm not I'm not a dictator here. I was a uh, just trying to help, but also I, I explained to them in the game when we play. I was like, if something comes out that's not that nice, did you it's yell not at personal. them? I did not yell at them. I was being very kind, okay. and I'm, I'm being as gentle as I possibly can. But it also sometimes it's crazy to me that you can get to the age of like 26 and have never played a team sport that's in your weird. life. That's I just don't weird. understand how you can get to that point. So. I need two things to have. Number one, if you know what I'm talking about, the baseball bunch, you need to hit me on Twitter so I know I haven't lost my mind completely. Number two, Tommy Lasorda was also in the baseball bunch. Damn. He was the wizard, and he would show up in full wow. wizard regalia, right? The the hat, like Merlin, okay? The big picture with the stars and the crescent moons and the whole thing. He was dressed as a wizard, and he would come on and kind of yell at the kids, and they were terrified of him. It was awesome. I what do you mean like- you threw the ball to third base right there? Don't you understand that there's a force at second? And the kids were like, uh, yes, Mr. Wizard. You're, yeah, yes. It was great. My favorite show. This, I found it in literally one second, uh, the baseball bunch. Yeah. And I'm going to send it to uh, to, da- uh, to Brian so we can bring it in the next segment. We'll, there you we'll go. have it there. It is, uh, it is a terrific show. All right. Um, the Lakers, Slee, tonight against the Phoenix Suns are still it's basically just the Lakers and the Warriors are still battling to see if you can get out of the play-in 
right? The, to stay out or, or Clippers just got to win one game and then they're Clippers are in a pretty they good. Can't spot. lose two in a row. The Lakers are they, they've been in this. You're a game in, you're a game out, or you're a game in the seven or the eight. You're a game in the, t- the eleven or the ten. They've yeah, been they've yeah. been near all of these things basically all year long. They're sixteen and eight since they traded Russell Westbrook. It's really good. That's that's two out of every three. That's yep. That's really good. That's with Braun missing thirteen. Yep. That's with D'Angelo missing eight or nine. That's with AD missing a couple back to backs. Yeah, they're sixteen and eight. Just for and this is not a, a, a criticizing Russell Westbrook segment, but the Clippers with Russell Westbrook since they've acquired him, they're nine and ten. So they're about what they've about five hundred, mm-hmm. right? A little bit less because they're a little over five hundred as a team. So Russell Westbrook is what he is. That's not the point of this. The point of this is. If 16-8 and eight was the result after making the moves that you did, yeah. and, and Russell Westbrook was the piece that needed to be moved because yeah. he was the piece that, that people we, – we all know why. If you make that deal a couple of weeks before, if you make that deal a month before, are we not talking about what we've been talking about for the last month with, hey, are they in the six? No, they're back in the seven. Hey, the play, and who do you play? Wouldn't they be somewhere comfortably in that four or five range if you make that deal a little bit earlier? And that waiting as long as they did is why they're in that, hey, look, maybe we're in, maybe we're out, maybe we get a series, maybe we don't. Just And, and I'm not talking you have to do it at Christmas. I'm saying yeah. a little bit earlier buys you a game or two more along the way, and you're out of the situation altogether. So I'll answer the question for you. I, I think if they had made the deal, remember when they got Rui Hachimura, and it was about a little over two weeks left before the deadline. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they did it two weeks before the deadline. They'd be in the fifth spot, no question about it. You can't be – there's not really an argument to make. If you're 16-8 and eight since the trade deadline and you yeah. just kind of continue with those numbers, it's not like the Clippers have a four-game advantage on them. There's a one-game advantage on the Lakers. So I think to answer your question, were they better off making that move earlier? Yes. Here's, I think, the part that, you know, it gets a little bit dicey. The Lakers knew probably about 10 games into this year – Maybe 15 games into this year. Yeah, this nothing's changing, guys. No, it was obvious. It was obvious, yeah. right? We heard Buddy Heald and Miles uh, Miles Turner's name. We've Constantly. been hearing that all the time, right? That they could they should go out and make a move for the Indiana Pacers. Basically, everybody wanted the Lakers' two first-round picks. I, I think, yes, they could have got a, done, a deal done earlier. I think the question, Trav, was going to be this. Most of those deals do get done right before the trade deadline. Yeah. And I think the question mark is, could they have got a deal done earlier? I think they could have. But I think it's going to cost you that second first rounder. So if you felt like... That's the question. I, I think I think if you felt like one month before the deadline, guys, I don't want to wait. Or do you know, this could be our entire season right now unless we go make a deal. We got to give up that second first rounder. If you felt like it was worth it to give up that second first rounder, then you should have done it a month earlier or two weeks earlier. But I also understand Palenka waiting, and I understand the strategy of I value these picks. Okay, well, if you were going to give up the second rounder, what you could have just made a deal in the summer. Yeah, right. You could have just started the season out, and I'm not saying that that's that's not the right thing to do. Maybe they'd have been third in the West. Yeah, I, maybe better than that. maybe even better than that. <laughs> yeah. But I think what they were really trying to do was we made a mistake with Russell Westbrook. To get rid of Russell Westbrook, how much do we have to give up to get rid of him? That's going to uh, that's going to affect our future. Yeah, I think the the answer is if you could have made the same deal sooner than you blew it. But if the deal that you ultimately got didn't present itself until you were right at the deadline, then you did the best you could. Because the deals that they made, 
pretty good deals. Yeah. And, and and they didn't have to empty every asset that they yeah. had. They held on to one of those picks. But if that deal that we're talking about, if, if the same deal or something very similar to it was available a month earlier, a month earlier, then it was a mistake. Then it's a then you missed yeah. it, right? Yeah. And I guess we'll never know. They're probably never. But it just feels like because you're so close. And it's such a drastic change from that moment forward. You went from a team that was somewhere between legitimately bad to not very good to this team's pretty good. It it, it wasn't an incremental change. It was a noticeable from we're way under 500 to we're way over 500 with that player being shipped out. Doesn't happen often, right? I mean, 16 and 8 is really good. That's over a quarter of the season. So that's really a good. that's a good sample size <laughs> yes. to have. And I mentioned it to you. It's not like Braun was in all these games. It's not like they had a full roster the entire time. They D'Lo, who's a big piece of this trade, missing eight or nine games of 24 is almost 50% of the time that he's been there. It's a team. Or 40%. And look, LeBron is the most important player. Anthony Davis is a very close second most important player. And... D'Angelo Russell's important. J- uh, Jared Vanderbilt. The, the piece, Austin Reeves developing into the player that he's become is very, very important. But it's not just – all of those guys have missed time for a variety of different reasons, mm-hmm. and they've still found a way to win games. It's not just the one thing. It's the whole mood of it all. The whole – just everything's kind of, okay, let's go play. They're just a better team, both in what they brought in and what went out. But I, I think it's a good perspective because I, I think you could look at the standings right now and – I don't know if Palenka could have done any better, and I think that if they could have avoided giving up, if they didn't have to give up two first-rounders, I think that move would have happened earlier. I think by the time they got to the trade deadline, that's the best that they could have done. I got another one. That second first-rounder, if you do it earlier, maybe you're not in the, you're in the one or the two, and we're talking championship run again. That maybe is worth that second pick. Mm. We can do that. Plus... The question nobody's asking about Otani, because I saw a different Otani question this morning. That maybe, no, no, you're asking this all wrong. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road. Like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service, the AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but it also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians and with over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
better because it has to be. It was awesome. And you heard it right there. We we learned from the stars, right? Yeah. Ozzy Smith would show up. Like all Jeez. of these unbelievable Pete Rose. Like it was just it was crazy. The biggest I would have watched this as day. a kid. It was terrific and it was shot with the technology hear that it, hi i'm johnny bench it, it was amazing it's we know johnny bench we know that <laughs> also <laughs> a great name it, oh, it's, a, it's <laughs> unbelievable um it was star after star mm. after star in these mm. things and they'd come in and they'd be in their uniforms it was great and these little kids they'd have on like tough skins and a t-shirt it was it's it awesome was glorious that's right it cool. was absolutely fantastic um they would shoot it on a camera that would make a 1984 like shoulder-mounted thing look like something that is from Avatar, right? It, it was it was the most I love it basic thing in the world. It's like yeah. single camera. There was no camera cuts. It would just like be wide. It was it, it was like basic cable, like, it, like not basic worse. cable, but the um the the public pro- access pu- public access. Yeah, worse, <laughs> worse. It was and, and that's what made it so good. It was it was entirely of its era. I can't recommend it. It's, Emily, it's easily found on YouTube. Yes, super easy. There you go. So go go check it out. Um, Lakers should probably feel pretty good about their chances tonight. Yeah, things change a little bit. Shams just tweeted, uh, "No Kevin Durant versus LeBron James expected tonight. With the four seed clenched and priority on postseason health, the Suns are planning on sitting their four core stars." Durant, Kevin, uh, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton versus the Lakers on a second night of back-to-back per sources. So the Lakers uh, have a very good chance of winning tonight's game if the Suns are basically going to play a couple of ball boys and whoever they have left. Well, it's kind of, you know, it it was a little interesting because you could have made the case if Phoenix decided to play against the Lakers – if they say, hey, you know what, let's just get a real game in. They haven't really had any. It's not like they've had a lot of um, opportunity to work together, Correct. have a big game at stake. It's not for them, but it's for the Lakers. Let's just play our guys because if we want to sit all our players, we could sit them Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They could sit them eight days. Yeah. So they're not going to play anybody, which they finished the season out against the Clippers. Probably, I'm assuming – why, why play, play them? Yeah. Why no, play them on Sunday? They're, they're good. So they're just going to kick back, relax for eight, nine days before they play. For the Lakers, it doesn't really matter. You're just trying to get these final two wins. The game to keep an eye out for is the Warriors and the Kings tonight. Will the Kings do something similar? Will the Kings decide we're sitting at the number three spot? We're going to start resting our guys. We don't care what you guys do. And if that helps the Golden State Warriors win a road game, then you're probably looking at Lakers sitting in the it, number it's, seven it's spot. It's funny because I, I've really only seen the Kings play against the Lakers. So I don't have a ton of, of experience watching them play. They don't get a ton of national TV games. Yeah. And so I just I just haven't seen them play a ton. Are we wrong? Because it, it just – and I wish Taylor – no offense, Brian. I wish Taylor were here because I know he watches them every night. But – is this a – are the Warriors going to smash them? <laughs> are the Lakers going to go in there and just like, yeah, really cute. I'm LeBron James. That's Anthony Davis. You guys, nice try, but we're moving on. Or are they the number three seed for a reason? that Because everybody's talking about you want Sacramento. The Sacramento's the – they're the pigeon in this whole thing. Oh, right? the they're the, team, the disrespect they're the is real. It's for real, yeah. right? And, <clears> and so is that fair because it's they're just not that? Or is it just – yeah, that doesn't look right. You can't have the Sacramento Kings as the number one or number three seed, and that's why we feel the I, way we. I've do. watched. I've watched actually a fair share of. You know, sometimes on a, throw it on NBA, NBA TV, and they're on. Mm-hmm. 
Here's the issue with the Sacramento Kings, which I don't think. Let's just use the Lakers as an example. Lakers with the new team that they have, the 16 and 8 record we're talking about, they get stops. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to, and in the playoffs, one of the best defensive teams in the league. And in the playoffs, that's so the game's going to slow down. Sure. You're going to need to get defensive stops. The problem with the Sacramento Kings, and I think this is part of the reason, there's there's things they got against them. A, you haven't seen them in the playoffs, so you have no idea what they're going to do. It's not like if Sacramento was a seven seed this year, then it's like, hey, they made it to the playoffs. They lost in the first round. They got a number three seed kind of out of nowhere, right? And it's not to say they couldn't compete for the playoffs, but a number three seed, you got to be a pretty damn good team in the Western Conference to get there. Their issue is they don't get stops. Um, the players that they have don't have playoff experience. You're talking about Sabonis and Fox? They just don't. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They're not a bad team. Yeah. But if they lose in the first round, no shock. If they win in the first round, I think they're going to turn some heads. Doesn't that kind of say something that I, a number I, I, three seed? I agree seed? with what you're saying. I just, is anybody, I know Barkley said that he would pick them over both the Kings, or that he would pick the yeah. Kings His over the Lakers. His guarantee. Bar- Barkley, who I love, it's like, Barkley's wrong just as often as he's right. So other than Charles Barkley, is there somebody saying, listen, the Kings are not just the number three seed in the Western Conference because the West is so weird this year because the Clippers have missed a bunch of guys because the Suns didn't get Kevin Durant till late because yeah. the Lakers didn't make a trade until the trade deadline, et cetera, et cetera. All the reasons that we know, right? Andrew Wiggins missed a bunch of time. Clay missed time. Steph missed time. Whatever. Is it that and they're number three by default because they were the healthiest and they played the most? Or are they the third seed because they're the third best team in the in the in the half of the draw? I don't think anybody's saying that second thing. Nobody's saying they're the third best team. They're the third seed, but they're not the third best team. The Lakers, the Suns, the Clippers, the Warriors, they're the third best team. Or maybe the second best team. Or maybe the best team. That's why it's not I don't know if it's disrespectful. It just doesn't feel like anybody's really giving them a chance. Based on, no, no, they're better than the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, or whoever that's they play. I, I don't hear anybody saying, watch out for the Kings. I don't hear anybody saying, hey, everyone's dismissing them so much, which, by the way, might be good for them, right? There's no real attention on them. They're almost an no underdog pressure. walking into any series. Um, I don't hear anybody saying, no, 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 you're not paying attention to the Kings. This is why they can win a seven-game set against the Warriors or the Lakers or whoever it is. I don't hear anybody saying it. And to be honest with you, I don't think people are really saying it that much about Memphis either. I think Denver, it's more of a question in the second round. So it's not just exclusive the Kings, but everyone's saying, go get the sixth seed so you can go play the Kings. All right, so there's another story about the Padres on ESPN.com today, Slee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not playing the, good ball, the, by the way. They're, it's, they've played seven games, six, seven. I mean, it's it's, it's hard to get. You, you can speak to it better. Starting pitching has been bad, inconsistent. They're, they're just not playing good ball. They're not. It's a week, mm-hmm. right? You know, In a month, if they're still looking like this, then it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. The question keeps coming up up sustainability can they sustain this can they spend this kind of money if they don't hit the jackpot will fans continue to go in if they don't start to win etc etc this one though had an added element that i think is interesting and combining it with something else that i read this piece kept mentioning san diego as a potential suitor in the shohei otani sweepstakes at Mm. the end of the year and sure, we know that Peter Seidler spends money like crazy, so why wouldn't he want the best player in baseball? I certainly understand that. So another thing that was written about how Otani may get $600 million in this deal that's getting ready to go. Okay? $600 million, That everybody knows it's way more than $500 million. 550 seems to be kind of the number that people are landing on, but that if it got to six, nobody's falling off their chair because they're shocked by it. Hmm. 
Here's what I don't know if anybody's asking, and I think this is the question you have to ask yourself before you're getting ready to scratch a $600 million contract to one guy. Okay, It wasn't that long ago teams were sold for way less than $600 million, and now you're giving one guy $600 bucks. The question you have to ask yourself if you're one of these teams, what happens if it doesn't work? What happens if he becomes one of those two things? Sure. What happens if he regresses to the point where he still does both, but instead of being a number one in your rotation, he's something that's a three number or a three. four or a yeah. five? Yeah. What or if instead of hitting training. 45 home runs a year, he's hitting 23 home runs a year? That if there's a regression, if there's an injury, if it doesn't work, if he's not this dude, hmm. which I I think he will be. I don't, I'm not rooting against him. I think he will be. But you Fair. have to ask yourself mm-hmm. the question, who can absorb this if it doesn't work? Because the Padres, with all the money that they've spent, sure. you can't have a $600 million player that's not the best player in the world, that's not these things. I think it's only two teams that could absorb that kind of money if it was something other than the best player. I'm it's assuming the, it's the Dodgers and the Mets? It's the Dodgers and the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think the Mets can do it. And what, why not the Mets? Just because... The the allure towards the mess, Mets yes, versus the allure to the Yankees. They don't have the fan base that the Dodgers and the Yankees have. They don't mm-hmm. have the television contracts that those two teams have. They don't have the multiple ways to make it up that teams like the Dodgers and the Yankees do. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers – and look, it would be bad. If the Dodgers signed Shohei Otani to like, the $600 million bucks and he becomes something other than the best player on the team or the best player in the league, Dodgers are still going to sign free agents. Dodgers are still going to be active. Now, the maybe farm not system's at, great. The farm system is really good. You can kind of navigate your way through what, at this point, would be a devastatingly bad deal. Padres couldn't do that. Giants couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the the Braves, I don't think, could do what that. About the Red the Sox? Cubs, Red Sox, maybe, if they wanted. But they're cutting costs left and right. They're mm-hmm. doing a whole weird thing. I think you almost have to look at it. I think it'll work, and I'm, not, I'm really not rooting against him. But what if it just becomes kind of, eh, and you've got $600 million on the line for one guy. That's crazy. I think the the risk that you take, first off, it is something that you'd have to think about. Why wouldn't you? There's a player doing something that nobody's done since Babe Ruth. Okay, so. Can I just, I'm sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you, really, honestly. Yeah. Babe Ruth's never done what he's done. Mm-hmm. Babe Ruth was a pitcher slash hitter for a very short, he did do it, mm-hmm. but it was a very short window. And it wasn't this. Okay, how this about is, this? This is how about unprecedented. This he's the first player to do what he's doing at yes. this success, right? No question. And to say in three years from now, why wouldn't you question, is he still jacking 45, 50 home runs a year? Is he still stealing the bases that he is and then going in and being your 100. ace? Right? Like, that's a very fair question mark to have there. I think the question that probably every one of these franchises are going to ask themselves, if we pay this man 550 or 600, is he that much of an attraction? Is he that much of an attraction at the gate? Is he that much of an attraction with your partners and your advertisers and uh, in Japan too? By the way, in in a in a um uh, an international player that that 600 when all the dust settles that there's that much attraction towards this one player that maybe you could pencil it out I, I I get what you're talking about and it makes a lot of sense when you say look the Dodgers can probably make it happen New York can probably make it happen those two markets that's a that's an interesting this scenario is, this is a bad comp but it kind of popped into my head for people that have gone through this and, and, and it's not just it but 
when you're buying a house, right, you don't want to buy the house that you can afford if everything goes exactly the way that you're living right now. You need to buy the house that you can afford that if some stuff goes sideways, we're still okay. We can still find a way to make that payment. We can still find a way to, we don't have to sell the house the next day and sell it at a loss. That's kind of what it is, right? That, hey, look, if this is less than what we hoped, are we still okay? We and, budgeted and, for that. And at $600 million, I don't know if, if that's a number that too many teams can, this is, this is crazy. We're talking about Otani getting a six hundred million dollar deal potentially. Yeah. It's going to be north of five hundred, probably between five fifty and six. Okay, mm-hmm. Artie Moreno bought the Anaheim Angels. Keep in mind, in one of the largest, second largest market in the country. Okay, granted the B team, but the second largest market in the country in twenty two hundred three hundred. What was it? Twenty years ago, so a, a while ago, but not mm-hmm. seventy five years ago. Yeah. Twenty years ago, you know what he bought him for? How much? One hundred eighty three million. Yep. The whole team, the 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 team, for 183 million, Otani could get upwards of 550 or 600 million. You better hope you get that right. You better hope he stays healthy. And by the way, the Dodgers should do it today. Don't don't give uh <laughs> don't give him the 500 600. Give him a percentage point of the franchise. Probably better off doing that. I don't know if you can do that, but you're right. I like yeah. you. You can have the hot dog revenue. You can you can have that, and we'll figure the rest of it out from there. All right, it is Masters Week. You know what we're doing right now, right? Me and Slee, we're giving you a chance to win the ultimate golf and spa luxury experience to Pacific Palms Resort. Here's how you can win. Call right now, as a matter of fact. Call right now, and caller number seven will win a $50 gift card to Red Restaurant, and will also qualify you for the grand prize. Emily, do we are we spilling the beans on that, too? Well, wait a second. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So you will qualify for the grand prize, which is a two-night stay at Pacific Palms Resort. Great hotel rooms. I've stayed there myself. Two rounds of golf. Both the golf courses there are off the charts. Wonderful. Two spa treatments. Who doesn't like that? And dinner at Red Restaurant. Pacific Palms Resort, LA's Hilltop Hideaway, and number one work and play resort. Book your next getaway at Pacific Palms Resort. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dot com. Call right now. Caller number seven wins 877-710-ESPN. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Oh, that's Cap. That's so Cap, Dad. <laughs> Everything I've said is Come a Cap. Night. But I'm going to go back. <laughs> First of all, it's not a Cap. It's no, it is a cap. cap. Welcome to Factor Cap. Hey, guys. Someone tagged me into uh Hi, Emily. How are you <laughs> feeling this morning? You okay? Everything good? How's Don't life? Small what do you got her. going this Don't weekend? Don't small talk her. How's your car? How's traffic? <laughs> So someone tagged me someone on Instagram where um, they were saying I, me leading the kickball practice is equating to the Peyton Manning 
SNL sketch where he's oh, teaching the good. kids how to play football. Oh, that's so and good. That's not not true. Uh, I am. I think I'm a little kinder, but uh, you know, I might have uh, thrown a ball at a girl and hit her in the face by accident. Happens. So, accident. You, know, Is you gotta get quotes? ready. Is that an air quotes accident? It's not an accident. It's, it's just sending she's a message. She's having her hands up. Hands at the ready. <laughs> what All it right. is. Al, right. remind me to, sorry, yeah, remind me to tell you, Susan, a Susan nearly killing a 10-year-old girl to soccer practice. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Sure. How, do we, how do we stop right there? What are you talking about? Well, that's what we call a tease. That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, New York Times has an article about couples who are married, who have been in long-term relationships, that sleep separately. That's sleep in their own rooms, in their uh, own areas of the house or apartment. So you think this is an acceptable ask in a relationship. Travis, Patrick Cap. I think it's acceptable. Sure, fact. I, I, it's not for me. I, I like the company. I, I, I think that, you know, you get used to having your partner in that bed and their sleep, whether they're a tosser and a turner or not, or whether they're a, a heavy sleeper or a light. You just get used to whatever it is. Um, but I am also a huge, huge, huge fan of a good night's sleep. And if you sleep better in your own bed by yourself, but you love that person and you want to live with them or be married to them and they want to sleep in the other bed or the other room, that's cool. Just sleep is important. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm 100% okay with it. Berg? Yes, it's uh, it's fact. It is acceptable because if you, like to what Travis is saying, if you snore and you can't sleep because the person is snoring, you're going to a different room. And I, know I have two of my best friends. The guy snores and the woman doesn't and she goes and sleeps in another room all the time. They have one of the best relationships I've ever seen. So, yes. Al? I go cap. There's, you know, ups and downs in relationships. And if it's miserable in bed, then that's that's what you signed up for. So you have to you gotta figure this one out. Not everything's gonna be perfect. I could already see with uh with my girl, like that there'll be occasionally I'll fall asleep on the couch, right? Wake up in the morning and she's like, What happened last night? I'm like, what happened? She's like, Well, why didn't you come into I bed? I'm like, No, I don't I just I fell asleep on the couch. And then I'm, it's a little silent treatment. I'm like, okay, <laughs> come in bed. Come in bed. I'll watch in the bed. All right, Brian? Uh, I say fact. Uh, my girlfriend actually, every now and then, probably every other night, she does it herself. She'll go to the other bed. We have Because you beds. snore? And, well, we have the dog, too. So, okay. Right. You know, like your own room. Need more and, space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I wake up in the morning and she's not there, it's sometimes. It's as like, long as she doesn't fine. say, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about renting my own place. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, <laughs> sleeping in this other bed is great. What if I got my own apartment? That would be all would Or a secret there, apartment. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what yeah. it gets weird. <laughs> all right. So this next one, uh, is the, the statement is, you know who this is. All right. I'm going to play it for you right now. La cosa importante a entender es que este no es la historia de Michael Jordan. Y también uh, Michael Jordan no se aparece en la, en la película. Es tan grande, es tan importante, es tan magnífico. No, no hay un actor en el mundo que la audiencia puede creer cuando yo digo, mira, es Michael Jordan. All right, Berg. Mm. Uh, Cap, I do not know who that is. Al? Trying to think at the end there. The end there was a very... When he spoke English, I was trying to under, like, yeah, hear the voice. Yeah, cap for me as well. I'm yeah. not sure who it is. Trev? I'm 99.9% .9 sure this isn't right because I know the sound of his voice, but I'm just using context here because I know he speaks Spanish, and I know that he and Michael Jordan are very close, and that is entirely... It's not Mike Greenberg, is it? Uh, Brian, do you want to answer the question if you, if you know? No clue. All right. It is Ben Affleck. 
Oh, it's Ben Affleck, ben Affleck mm. doing a press tour about um, air, air oh, and he sense. is I heard Pelicula fl- in there. He's fluent really in um, he's fluent in Spanish, and he is talking here about how you couldn't cast Michael Jordan because when someone sees someone, they're like, "That's Michael Jordan." That's all they're going to see is that that person's just Michael Jordan. They're not. That's why they didn't put Michael Jordan or someone that looks like Michael Jordan in the movie. So I'm going to play it for you again, really quickly, just to see again what he sounds like. La cosa importante a entender es que oh, yeah. este no es la historia de Michael Jordan. Oh, también, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. You know, maybe that's yeah. how we uh, got J-Lo. You um, got a you know, little nice uh, Spanish voice. I, I, I appreciate the choice not to cast somebody as famous as Michael Jordan for all the reasons that Affleck said he wasn't going to cast him. Counterpoint? Yeah. Showtime. Yeah. 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 No, dude, you could do it. Winning Time. The dude that or played Magic time. Johnson yep. is awesome. 100%. 100%. And you, you don't think, oh, that's an actor playing Magic. You're like, that's Magic in a movie or a TV show. So, without giving up anything, but there's obviously scenes in the movie and you, you don't see critical points where you don't actually see the person who's playing Michael Jordan. And in my head, I was like, I'd like to see that actor. So, I, I get it. I understand it. But I think that's a great example of... Or winning time, finding somebody to play magic, and it was a really, really good role. Perfect. I'd prefer that they they Kareem is great. Solomon Hughes. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. he's fantastic. And Norm Nixon's son plays him, like Norm, right, in the the show, right? So I think that... I mean, it might be a cop-out from Ben and Matt to be like, they just couldn't find the right no, person. No, because it's a choice, too. Sometimes yeah. in, in a movie or a television show, Sometimes you have it's a strategic, right? They, yeah, it's a choice, mm-hmm. right? It, it's You don't show that person on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Their absence is deliberate as opposed to just, oh, he kind of looks like Michael. We need him. I just don't show him. I know that they show the back of his head at one point in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah I, what I think it does do is it does kind of... it. Viola Davis's role also goes up because she's kind of speaking for the family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if that there was a Jordan character in a role, maybe takes a little bit away from her. Yeah. All right. So uh, one of my favorite performers, one of my favorite uh, artists, her name is Maggie Rogers. I saw her actually back in early April. Uh, no, no relation. Uh, but she has making a stand because there's been all the Ticketmaster stuff lately with like the Beyonce, the Taylor Swift tickets, all the people that not, aren't able to get their tickets. She now, for her next tour, is doing all, you can do a pre-sale where you wait physically in line and get your tickets old at school. a box office. So she's like old school, so she makes sure the fans get the tickets, not bots, and for the price that's actually um, reasonable. So you would wait in a line at this point in time. I know you probably have in the past, but right now you would wait in the line to get your favorite tickets to your see your favorite performer. Alan, better cap. Hmm. So let me give you an example. I'm going to go fact on this. Let me just use let me use the San Diego State game as an example. They only had section 128 to 134 in the final four was SDSU. Okay. Okay. To get a chance to sit. In that specific section, it's a game changer of how your experience is going to be. If it's the difference of me sitting there or sitting somewhere else, I know this is a little bit different. If I got to wait in line, but I think my experience is going to be that much better because of it, then I'm okay with doing it. Plus, you are paying face value rather than paying the yeah, what the other exchange. I would lean towards, if it's going to help my overall experience and this isn't something I'm going to do often, I'd lean more towards, uh, I'd be okay to go wait in line. Trev? Cap, I, 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 and I think this is more because you're a millionaire, age related than anything else. <laughs> I'm not waiting in line for something overnight. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not. And and it's so good the the coverage of all of these, whether it's a concert or a ball game or whatever. What if it is. you get in to see the World Series at the at uh, at 
really close to the field. You only had to wait in line for 10 hours to get the ticket. I think I'd watch it on TV. Okay. I really do. I, I, t- t- Tickets, $25. Hours. It, it, it's a very compelling case. It ten. If you're talking three or four, sure. I'm not spending mm. all night waiting online to go in and do it. I'll watch it on TV. As I, okay. I, If you ask me when I'm 25, I'll wait there all night. Totally. At 50, not a chance. <laughs> Just not happening. All right, Berg? I really want to be with Sliwa on this and want to be able to do it. You know I'm right. You are 100% <laughs> right. Even for $25 tickets yeah. on the third baseline, yeah. right next above the Dodger dugout, I do not I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I as much stakes got to be high. It's got to be like a, it's got, I mean, a playoff that's pretty high. game. It's got to be. No, we're talking about game seven she's of the World Series. Game seven of the World Series for twenty five dollars. And you still wouldn't do no, it. I can't no. do it. I can't, we've I'm already like, talked about this. Yeah, like look, I'm I'm almost forty. I'm not even fifty yet. Yeah, like I'm still not doing th- that. Two minutes talking about that. Al setup was long. <laughs> setup was really long. All right, Brian, what do you think? Oh, I would do it for sure. I would wait overnight. Brian, how old are you? Four hours, twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay, there you go. For some yeah. World Series <laughs> yeah. tickets, it'd have to be something something extreme like that, and, though. And but twenty-five dollars, I'm doing it in a heartbeat. I wish, Brian, my answer was yes. Yeah. And if I give you, if I buy your tickets and mine, you want to pick them up for me? I'll pay. <laughs> you you wait. Sounds good, right? I we'll buy you fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. That sounds like a good deal right there. Uh, Charles said something else, not only about the the Kings and whatnot, but he said guaranteed. Guaranteed. Charles, I love you, brother, but stop. Please stop when it comes to L.A. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Is your vehicle due for service? If it is, head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Because for over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Hey, Travis, really not 15 minutes. Yes, it is. You're going to pull up, drive in, drive out in 15 minutes, and everything that you need to have done is there oil changes tire rotations transmission care and more like i said you pull up you drive in you drive out in about 15 minutes you never even get out of the car you stay nice and nice and safe right there while the expert technicians make sure that everything is at its best visit socaloilchange.com for locations they're everywhere and game-winning coupons off of your next valvoline instant oil change Quick update on the Masters right now. It's Friday at the Masters. So you, like, you, you know when the Masters start, right? I told you yesterday. Do you remember? Back nine on. Say it again. The Masters doesn't officially begin until the back nine on Sunday is the answer. Back nine on Sunday. Masters, it is cool to have the nice lead here, but the Masters doesn't really kick off in earnest until the back nine on Sunday. That's what I've heard from the time That's I was That's what I say all the time. Old. Right? It's, it's, it's an old uh, <laughs> saying, right? Brooks Kepka though, has put himself in a pretty nice position before then. 12 under par. He is done for the day. He dropped a 7 under uh, 65 today. He is at 12 under par. Or excuse me, 567 today. Um, is it Stephen Bennett, did you say, Emily? Sam. Sam, Sam Bennett. Bennett, who is an amateur. Amateur? Amateur? We're going to the Masters. Let's just say we'll amateur, yeah. Amateur. He's at eight under and in second place. He just won the U.S. Uh, amateur championship out of Texas Impressive. A&M. Um, he's got a great – he just posted a, a number here. He finishes his day at eight under two. He is a college golfer or was very recently at Texas A&M. He lost his dad um, not that long ago. A great mm. story I saw on Golf Channel the other night about him, so definitely root for that guy. It's mm. a great, great story. Um, he's in second place at eight. That will not last long, so enjoy it while you can because that pressure starts to get real very, very soon, probably starting. Maybe but that, that's a, a steal. But that's a great storyline. Awesome. Like, I love that. It's I love great. that, that – 
you know, like you just mentioned, hey, he's not going to stay there, guys. No, no the pressure is just going to only mount. It's going to go into Saturday. What if he stayed there? What if he kind of hung around? Hey, look, he he might even hang around tomorrow. I because I watch a lot of golf. This is not uncommon. Where an amateur who 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 who's that comes out of he, nowhere. Amateur, he's, come on, he's, he's, he, amateur. He's in there and like, hey, maybe this is it. And then Saturday and Sunday coming. It's like now I'm gonna shoot 83 real quick. <laughs> it just it goes that way 99.9% of the time. I hope it doesn't for Mr. Bennett, but he's at eight. Uh, John Rahm, who has played his first five holes of the day, he has not made a birdie yet. He's made five pars. He's at seven under. Colin Morikawa is in the house at six. Victor Hovland at six. Jason Day gave one back on the last hole. He's at five. And then Burns, Spieth, Lowry, Young, and Phil Mickelson, mm-hmm. four under par. Slee, San Diegan, <laughs> Phil Mickelson. Not like your boy Shoffley, who's the state guy. Oh, by the way, sh- uh-oh. Is he ooh, falling apart? Ooh, Slee. Bad news. How bad? Uh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> he we started the day at four under. He is done with his round. He is at one under now. He shot a three over 75. Our last chance after the loss to Connecticut. <laughs> that was it. He's got to get hot. He's got to go get it. Who's the kid that made the shot? Butler? Um, the, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, Butler. Yeah. Butler. Yeah, you need to get him. To have him be the there weren't too many guys that hit shots, so I <laughs> threw me off a little bit there. Yeah. What do you got, him? So I got a tweet from uh, Hovick. He says, uh, in regards to the will you wait in line to see your favorite performer slash a big game, all that good stuff. So well, he isn't answering actually the question, which is said you would wait in line, but he's saying for $25 per ticket, I'll hire someone to stand in line. Would you hire someone to stand in line for you? If the rate is yeah, like I That's said okay. to Brian, if, yeah. if if Brian, I don't. Let's say you can buy four tickets, right? Okay, so Brian wants to go. You want to bring your girlfriend? You bring your brother? Your dad? Who do you want to bring? Bring the girl. Okay, you're gonna bring your girlfriend. Yep. I would probably bring Susan as well. So the four of us will go. You wait Double line. Date. I will nice. buy all four tickets. Okay. But you got to wait the ten hours. I would do that. Okay. If you said to me, yeah, sweeten the deal. I would do well, it no, I, I was going to say, I'm not doing that. Now we're negotiating. How much is it going to take? Is it a hundred? Uh, no, is it too? I would. We would. We would find a number that works for both. Brian, I think it's simple. I think it's. Brian, hey, do it right now. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna wait in line. Yes, get the tickets. But this is what what you're also gonna cover. Two beers for me. Done. Two All beers right. for my girl. Done. Um, whatever we want to eat throughout Done. the night, we're gonna buy. You don't have to take them to the Dodger Clubhouse Done. and end up going to get a, a jersey and everything else. Some peanuts, some beers, some food, all that. It's Done. We got a deal. Simple Dodger dog deal. Sure. You know, as many Dodger Not dogs one as you Dodger want. Dog. You have I mean, him you on the rope here, Brian. <laughs> you can get him for want. way more. Yeah. Oh, look, if you, but he's, ten, he's put in 10 hours of work. Right. That's that's what's, uh, say, hourly rate. Hour, right? That, I'm getting out of this cheap. <laughs> right, I get a, exactly. You know, well, a beer is $22 at Dodger <laughs> Might as well get a place. Yeah. Hold on. I don't let know me, where. Let me, Brian, let me, let me put the pencil in this. I don't know where you guys live, but might as well get a place here at the at the Marriott as well. The Hotel Bel Air is nice. I hear that they got Get a black car to come pick him up to take him to Dodger Stadium so he doesn't have to wait in line. He's got to rent out a suit because he's wearing a suit to the game. Here's the thing. Even Sign a, me up. Even a car service and all the things we're talking about, by the time it's all said and done, and instead of like me getting the $25 ticket, if this shakes out to a couple hundred bucks, a t- it's still a huge win for me, right? And we could, we yeah. could do this. Brian, go get in line. <laughs> right now. Emily's hypothetical has become something I'm very excited about all of a sudden. Um, Emily, do you have the Barkley sound? My wide orbit is still. We actually do tor- not have the Barkley sound, but if you just want to summarize okay. what so said. I, I will uh, summarize. Charles Barkley was talking about how Kawhi Leonard is the king of L.A. because okay. of what he did to the, the Lakers. And Kawhi Leonard was really good the other night, mm-hmm. and he won that game. And I get that Charles Barkley is in the business of eyeballs and ratings and all of these things. 
But there's not anybody that actually believes that, right? There's nobody that thinks that Kawhi Leonard, when it comes to NBA royalty in this city, Mm -hmm. is the king of L.A. He's a really good player. He's a multiple-time finals MVP, all of this stuff. Kawhi Leonard is not the king of L.A. when it comes to the NBA. That's just wrong. Kawhi Leonard is like he's a soldier in the front line. And I'm not trying to be – I really actually believe this. Think about when Kawhi Leonard – remember when he first came – and um, who's his uh, who's his TV or his shoe deal? New Balance was yeah, it something like that? New okay, Balance. remember when they had the commercials and he was kind of going around LA and their the slogan for the Clippers was streetlights, uh, streetlights, street exactly or whatever that was. Give no quarter. <laughs> that too. This, this is the the and I, I can't. If Barkley believes this, it makes no sense. Maybe he doesn't believe it, and he's just doing it from entertainment purposes. Tell me what the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard has done to be anything other than a disappointment since they've come. Look, they're an exciting team. They, they burn. No, it's it's the truth. I mean, they their expectations. Hundred percent true. Their expectations when they came was to win an NBA championship. They have not, not. They haven't got to the finals. So to even have that conversation of this is somebody that is running LA, that there's a lot of attention towards him, attention towards the Clippers. It's um, you can't even. It's not even worth making a case against because there's no case to make. I'm, exactly. I'm going I'm to add one thing. Maybe this was part of the reason why yesterday when you were asking, Al, they've lost 11 in a row to Clippers. Explain it to me. And I I don't have an explanation. Maybe they just got a better roster. Maybe their front office is better, the teams that they put together. Maybe they match up really well against the Lakers. But I also was having a difficult time trying to tell you that it meant something to me. And I think maybe it didn't mean something to me. Part of this reason is if Kawhi and the Clippers took on the Lakers and the Clippers ended up winning that series and Kawhi was better LeBron James and he took the Clippers to an NBA Finals, they won an NBA Finals MVP, it's a completely different conversation. But I think because none of those have crossed paths. Or I just gotten close. Or got even close. <laughs> right. didn't kind of care as much. Well, okay. I have nothing to add to what you said because I agree with all of it right yes it's it's a ridiculous proposition to even throw out there i i want to talk about what you just said a second ago which is if they did win let's say by the way this is not a pipe dream this is not something that is impossible the clippers could win the nba championship this year they could if paul george comes back and is healthy and the clippers play to the best of their abilities they're a really tough team to beat they're good okay Mm -hmm. full stop yep Let's say that's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard goes to the finals with the Los Angeles Clippers, wins the NBA championship, yep. wins another MVP, mm-hmm. becomes the third player, or excuse me, the second player ever to win finals MVP with three different teams. Him and Braun. The only other one that did it is the yeah. guy that's in town and might be the greatest player of all time. <laughs> so stop. Okay? So even if he did what you were describing, yeah. even if he went out, he averages 42 a game in the finals. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Clippers get their first championship. Unbelievable. Awesome. Honestly, in that scenario, it'd be like, yeah, that's pretty damn cool. It'd be hard to argue otherwise. Sure. LeBron James is the king of LA. Stop. His nickname's the king. He's the the argument, who's the greatest player of all time? You get four choices. LeBron James is one of them. Yeah. It's Jordan. It's Kareem. Will. It's Kareem or it's LeBron. Mm -hmm. Those are your four choices. Mm -hmm. No one's saying Kawhi. Stop. It's just, it's one of those things. I get, could it, could I it be this? Stop with that. Did Barkley just throw out the reel and yeah, he was just of fishing? Course, of course. But and, he, and he caught us for a quick second? I, I'm not even saying they didn't catch. I'm just saying that you need, 
to have bait that is at least intellectually I, I stimulating. Couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Right? I couldn't this agree more. is just it, it's he tied a I, I plastic bottle onto a hook and threw it in the ocean and hoped that he was getting some tuna. Yeah, Ain't yeah, happening. That, that that is crazy. This day, what's today? Today is April seventh, and today, if you like baseball movies, today is your high holy day because a whole bunch of great baseball movies came out on Makes April seventh. Timing. It's coming up next. Yeah. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.